0: Welcome to We On Fire Sports Podcast, providing fire takes and analysis on sports topics. We have some guests providing their thoughts across the sport landscape. No narratives here. Straight talk. No chaser. We on Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Episodes available on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, iHeartRadio and TuneIn. Also guests on Twitter at @weon5sports. We, on 5, Sports. we on 5 Sports podcast. We on Fire Podcast presents our NFL 2021 Preview Show. Yep, the NFL is back. Shout out to the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucs. Can they repeat? We will also to break down all the divisions across the National Football League. We're going to provide you our season predictions for the year. Also to our war predictions, as well as our Super Bowl picks, and also to the Super Bowl champion. Once again, thanks for listening to We On Fire Sports Podcast. Sit back and enjoy. We On Fire Sports Podcast. Coming up, our look at the AFC East. We On Fire Sports Podcast. But how do you feel about the East overall, man? Uh, I think
1: a a bit underrated. Uh, Obviously, you're breaking in two rookie quarterbacks. Uh, Two are coming into the second year, still unproven. So, uh, the natural inclination would be to say that, you know, it's it's a little top-heavy. Buffalo is going to be the team. But I think it's going to be a little bit closer than what most people expect. I think – the two teams that are going to compete uh, wire to wire basically uh, are going to be the Dolphins and the, and the Bills. Uh, I think the two of them will battle it out. I think the Patriots will make it interesting. They'll be in it. Um, obviously, I think they'll be vying for a wild card position. I uh, don't think w- with Mac Jones they're going to win out the division, but you never underestimate uh, uh, Belichick and you know getting his guys ready weekend week out. So that's going to be interesting. Obviously, the Jets with a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, they'll be the the the, the best that Jets fans can hope for is a competitive ball club, a team that's going to uh, compete week in, weekend weekend. And you know, with uh, Coach Saylor, I think you know a lot of uh, a lot of people are saying you know the team is uh, going to play hard for him. Uh, the locker room likes him, so I expect them to be competitive. Obviously, they're not going to be. And uh, uh, winning a lot of ball games, but they're going to be competitive.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to have a better season than they did last year. Talking about the Jets, you know, going two and fourteen. I mean, can't get no lower than that, pretty much. So I do think that they're probably going to scrap out a couple more ball uh, ball games this season. You know, I totally agree. I think it's the Bills and Dolphins division. Um, you know, with the Bills, you know, they're a the big dog on the block. You know, they had an opportunity uh, to you know get into the playoffs last season. I mean, you know, their team, to me, is definitely on the come up on both sides of the football. You know, Josh Allen, you know, he took he took another leap last season for me. You know, Stefan Diggs looked like the second coming to Chris Carter or Jerry Rice last season. So, you know, their team, man, they're a tough ball club too, man. You know, McDermott have, have them kind of, you know, kind of you know, tested a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of what the Bills do after, you know, their success last season. Uh, but I do think the Dolphins are definitely the second best team in this division. Um, you know, I hate to say it, it's pretty much just going to be on tour. And yeah, he's, if he's able to take, say, you know, a step, which you know, for him, he's been injured, so you know, we never really seen, you know, the true tour. Uh, but I do think that you know, if he comes out and plays some good football, I definitely believe you guys can win ten or eleven ball games this season. How do you feel about also too? You mentioned the uh, the New England Patriots. Um, Do you think? I mean, do you think? You know, obviously we got another uh, another extra game this season. You know, last season they finished seven and seven and nine. Do you think they can get over five hundred this season with Mac Jones at the
1: helm? I mean, Belichick, you know, but Coach Belichick' team isn't going to beat itself. Uh, That was the issue, I think, with Cam more so than anything. People like to bring up, you know, Cam's issues as far as COVID protocols and uh, you know being committed to football. But at the end of the day, he had some costly turnovers that cost him games. Uh, I think Bill Belichick values not beating themselves. I think their defense, uh, you know, they had a bunch of guys check out for COVID last year. And so this year, uh, you're going to see a more patriot-like defense. uh, And they're going to be super competitive uh running game is going to be the focus damian harris i think is going to be a really good back but they're still going running back by committee and they're going to have some really good backs in there that are going to make some plays uh and they're going to take the pressure off mac jones uh they're going to run the ball play solid defense and anytime you're a team in the nfl that can run the football and play good defense you're you're going to be in every ball game uh and you're going to have an opportunity to play in playoffs because you know since the beginning of time that's been the recipe to win in the national football league no matter how much of a passing league it is if you can run the ball and play good defense you got a shot to win and patriots are going to be that
0: yeah i think that um, you know bill belichick is the king i call him king of situations and you know i think that to to me you know, as I mentioned previously on this podcast, is that I thought it was Mac Jones' job, you know, being, say, a first-round pick. I mean, how many first-round picks have you seen Bill Belichick select at the quarterback position since he's been there? I mean, the answer is none. So, no. you know, I pretty much knew unless Mac, you know, crashed and burned in the preseason or got injured, it pretty much was his job. You know, I do think that they, you know, surprisingly going to be under the radar in this division. But I totally agree with you. I think for them, they pretty much kind of look at it as, typical Patriots recipe. Gonna get both games against. Them. You know, I mean, we may split a game against the Dolphins and we just try to split a game against the Bills and handle our business outside of the division. I mean that's been Bill Belichick's recipe since day one.
1: Yep. Uh well, you know, and, and bring it back to the Bills a little bit, I think the Bills, you know, they're not completely, you know, a a, a flawless ball club. They're they're a team that has some issues uh as good as josh allen has become you know can he do it again one and also you know what kind of help are you going to get them in the running game they're they're a cold weather ball club that plays up north you got to be able to run the football And so, uh, you know, that remains to be seen. So there's some there's some question marks there. And obviously you talked about the Dolphins and their question marks with Tua and, you know, can he take that step forward? So, you know, that right there opens the door a little bit for the Patriots and more, Um, you know, Bill Belichick's the kind of coach he's going to exploit your weaknesses. Uh, and he's going to make you do something about him. And so if you can't run the football or if you have questionable quarterback play, you know, the Patriots are a team that's going to take advantage of
0: that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, in this particular division, I think we we pretty much agree more than the AFC East. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Coming up, our look at the AFC West. we on Five Sports Podcasts. Moving on to the AFC West. We got the Kings of the division, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Patrick Mahomes and crew. Uh, season they went 14 and 2, you know, skated all the way to the Super Bowl. Then Patrick Mahomes pretty much ran for his life and lost the Super Bowl to the Bay Bucks. Um, you know, we obviously had the last season finished at eight 8-8. Eight. We had the Chargers finish 7-9. It was we had the bringing up the rear at 5-11 last season. I honestly believe this season, I think this division is gonna be a lot quicker than what people predict. I do believe that the orders pretty much are going to be about the same this season. I do believe the Chargers do win about a, another or two over the Raiders this season, but I do think this division is uh, definitely the Chiefs to lose. How you feel about the AFC West, man?
1: Well, it's the Chiefs for sure, but uh, it, it gets closer, like you mentioned. Uh, you know, the Chiefs shore up that offensive line; uh, they rebuilt it, <clears throat> but. You know, guys are getting older. Um, you know, uh, the receiving core is getting older. Travis Chelsea's is getting older. Older. You know, there's the you know the, the, their window eventually is going to close out. Now, is it the is this the year that that window starts to close a little bit? Who knows? But I think um, ultimately, you know, they're they're going to get some more competition. Uh, I like San Diego. I love their defense. Uh, Derwin James is my do- is my pick. To be a defensive MVP of the league, uh, he's just a machine. If he can stay healthy, uh, you know, it's just you know, sky's the limit on that de- on, on that side of the ball for them. Um, Can't you know,
0: it, uh, it, <laughs> <goes> over there.
1: <laughs> well, he he falls into the same boat as well. Uh, can he say stay healthy? If he can stay healthy, and though they're able to generate a pass rush, you know, they they could beat the Chiefs. Uh, they got the offensive power uh, firepower to match uh and play with the Chiefs. It's just a matter of can they generate pressure on Pat Mahomes because that's the way you beat the Chiefs. Um Raiders, uh, you know, they're
0: Yeah, the Raiders, man, it's just an interesting situation with them, man. You know, obviously moving to Las Vegas to the first uh, NFL well, pretty much the uh first sports franchise to uh play in in Las Vegas. You know, last year they went eight and eight. Then you got, you know, Chucky, John Gruden you know, making moves or trying to make moves to this particular roster. You know, I think that the I think that the um, you know the Raiders in this particular division. I think they're the third best team in the division. With the Raiders, they're one of those balls and that you really never really know until you watch them. You know, you obviously got Josh Jacobs, who's you know been a stud for them in the backfield. You know, you got David Carr. I'm what that situation is out. You know, Las Vegas. Carr. But how do you feel overall about the Raiders this season, man? I like the
1: Raiders. I mean, they they started off last season, I believe they started off 8 and 3 and ended up missing the playoffs primarily because they lost so many guys to injury, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um they lost some really close games down the down the stretch and they just really just lost all their momentum. But I think if Derek Carr and that offensive line can keep him upright, uh, they got a great running back in Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, Waller's probably, if if it ain't Kelsey, if Kelsey's one, he's one A, or one B rather, so I think, you know, he's one of the best tight ends in the league, and so they're going to be at it, they're going to be competing, um, I think the Raiders are going to be a better team, but it's such a deep AFC, I don't know if they're going to be in the wild card, or not, but I think they'll have a winning record and they'll, and they'll be there. I think they might even split with the Chiefs because, you know, they, they played them really hard last season. Uh, you know, I, I, I think if ever a team that's not scared of, of the Kansas City Chiefs and, and, and thinks they could beat the Chiefs, it's the Raiders. Um, you know, I, I, Chucky's a l- on a little bit of a hot seat, but uh, I think, you know, the the ownership loves John Gruden, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Mayock might be on the way out, especially, you know.
0: I was just going to get into that. You know, I think that Mike Mayock might be on the hot seat. I mean, you looked at some of the draft picks he's made. And, you know, now it's been a couple of years since Mike has been in that seat. And you kind of see some of the returns of the picks that he's made. And to me, I mean, he, you know, to me, it's split. I mean, for every, you know, decent pick that he make, he make a terrible one on the back end of it. So, you know, I definitely do think that one of those guys that that come to mind is Mr. Henry Ruggs. I'm unsure if 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 Ruggs obviously, you know, he was injured last season. And I'm not sure if Ruggs is a bust or a legitimate NFL player. What do you think about that, man? I
1: I love Henry Ruggs. I think he's one of the 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 better deep threats in the league. I saw the game last season uh, against the Chiefs where he just basically lit them up single-handedly. So it really for him is about staying healthy. Uh, he stretches the field, um, you know, uh, I think he's, he's not Deshaun Jackson, but he's a poor man, Deshaun Jackson, in that sense where, you know, he, he, he's, he's an ultra deep threat, uh, but comparable to, to Deshaun Jackson, he, he, you know, he's injury prone. Uh, so if he can stay healthy and help him, uh, you know, keep that extra man out the box. uh they'll be able to run the ball they'll be able to be balanced that's what Gruden loves to do so uh he's an integral part of that offense for sure and then Waller he's a mismatch nightmare so uh I think uh I I think that pick was 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 a decent pick I mean I think the defensive side of the ball is where I might have missed out a little bit especially on the defensive line um you know you're not going to replace Khalil Mack for sure, but you you got to at least do something to offset that that loss of production. And I don't think the Raiders have been able to do that, and so I think that's been a challenge. But if they can get help on uh, on on the defensive line, and they could they could get some players on the offensive line, uh, right. that should be enough to save Mayock's job.
0: Yeah, I think that. I mean, if you look at the trade, you know that they made with the Chicago Bears to bring in say Khalil Mack. You know, obviously, you get a Josh Jacobs in return is not a bad return, but it's just as you mentioned, since you know Mac has left the Raiders, I mean they haven't been able to get solid pressure. I believe Crosby, I believe, not mistaken, team in the, in sacks last season. And yeah,
1: you know, Crosby was a late round pick, a uh, good pickup from for, for for the Raiders, but the first round pick, uh, you know, uh, Cullen Farrell, uh, he that- didn't pan out. And, you know, there was there was big time anticipation for him in draft. And, uh, you know, then they they thought they were getting a a premier pass rusher and they picked him kind of high. And so he hasn't quite. What was that?
0: No, I said he was a top 10 pick.
1: Top 10 pick. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, hasn't really panned out. Uh, In fact, he's probably backing up uh, Max Crosby. So, uh, you know, that, you know, that that's gonna be that that might be an issue, so you know. And then obviously another draft pick, uh, Alex Leatherwood. You know, they, they many people this year thought he was a reach um, in this year's draft, and so he'll get his opportunity. Uh, you know, to prove the naysayers wrong. But you know, if he doesn't pan out, you know that heats up that hot seat a little bit more. So uh, you know, there's there's some picks there that 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 were some head scratchers. Uh, i like jonathan abrams he he's a, he's a very good s- safety uh great tackler uh problem with him also injuries they lost him towards the back end of last year so making sure you know he stays upright uh you know he has some foolish penalties some stuff like that uh if he could clean up that aspect of his game you know he's a he's a, he's a pro Bowl caliber safety so that was a pr- pretty decent draft from him but it's just you know, can can they bring this together, especially on that defensive side of the ball, and uh, you know, and uh, and 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 take the next step?
0: Man, last but not least, in the AFC West is the Denver Broncos. You know, we recently had John Elway step down. You know, been a couple of seasons now since he stepped down, taking charge of the Denver Broncos personnel decision, and they brought in. Teddy two chains or Teddy Two gloves as some call them. Teddy Bridgewater. Take a check down Teddy. I thought that Drew Locke was gonna get this job in Denver, but you know, obviously Denver thought otherwise with the Bridgewater. What do you think about the Denver Broncos
1: I think they're a dark horse. I think uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the playoffs next season. Um you know, they're 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 hit or miss a little bit. Uh, in the sense that, you know, you, you could be talking about them firing their head coach and, you know, picking high in the draft next season, or you would be talking about they're in the playoffs. Uh, it really all boils down to the quarterback position. Uh, what can Teddy do? Uh, their defense is, to me, the best, uh, second-best uh, defense in the in, in the division. Um, but very good uh, they could get after the quarterback, the best secondary, and the, arguably the best secondary in the NFL, uh, if you go position by position. Um, and then they got a slew of weapons on offense. It's just a matter of, can the quarterback not mess up? And that's what Teddy Bridgewater does. He's, he's checked down Teddy. He's going to play safe. He's not going to turn the ball over. Uh, and so that's what the Broncos want. And they're going to be able to run the ball. They got really good running backs. Uh, so I think, you know, just from a talent standpoint, from a weapon standpoint, they're right up there. But it's just a matter of, you know, they got the fourth best quarterback in the division. And, you know, usually the quarterback is that much of a, of a, of a deciding factor on whether you win or lose. And so, uh, but they'll be in every game. They're going to be competitive. Uh but it's just a matter of what, what can Teddy do.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you on the defensive side of the football. I mean, I think they're one of the most underrated defensive teams in the National Football League. Now, obviously, everybody knows Von Miller. Um, you know, you, you get what you get with Von. You know, he's one of my favorite players in the NFL. You know, he had some uh, a few off-the-field situations of, of this summer. But I like this defense, man. And as you mentioned, they secondary is stout. You know, Chris Harris Jr., he a rough rider, man. You know what I mean, and they have some pieces. And you know, the crazy part, you know, I mentioned Don Elwood earlier. You look at the drafts and you know the moves that they made, they made a lot of good sneaky moves, man. They made a lot of good, they have a nice little cluster of young players on their team. And as you mentioned, you know, if you know, if this team had say the either the second or third best quarterback in this division, this is definitely a playoff team in my opinion, just based on that right. talent. I just think yeah. that's the of the day with the other teams in the division, I do think that they can maybe get to what's well, kind of hard to say 500 extra game this season. But I do think they can win more than five games last season. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, they, they moved on from Chris Harris, but that right there tells
1: you just how good they are. Because Chris Harris was a machine yeah. uh, in that secondary, uh, and they're still good. And, you know, they brought in Kyle Fuller, you know, uh, from the Bears, very good quarter cornerback. Uh, they drafted Pat Sertain, who's, who's going to be a stud. Uh, you know, Justin Simmons, arguably the best safety in the league to me uh, outside of Durham James. But, you know, he, he's 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 a playmaker back there. Uh, and yeah, that def- they're going to rely on the defense. Ultimately, it's, you know, defense, get pressure on the quarterback, keep it close, create turnovers uh, and hope on the other side of the ball, you're not creating turnovers. Uh, or you're not, you know, giving up the ball and and, and giving turnovers. Uh, I think, you know, run the ball, hit hit a big player two, and let your defense play. Uh, that's the formula for them. Uh, if they can sustain that, I think they'll be one of them. They'll be right there. Um, there's no guarantee that they're, they're going to make the playoffs, but they'll be right there.
0: Yeah, man. I think that this division is one of those uh, divisions, man, where you know, you got, uh, you know, on Sundays, man, if you watching, you know, the NFL like I do, man, they have some very good competitive ball games out in the division, one of those sneaky type divisions where they may, you know, obviously the Chiefs get all, you know, get the out of that division. But if you watch their games within the division, they play some good football within it. And so I'm definitely going to be looking forward to uh, watching the uh, AMC West again this season. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Coming up, our look at the AFC North. We on 5 Sports Podcast. And then, man, we come up to the, what I call the black blue division of the AFC, which is the AFC North.
1: North, here
0: we go, yep. Yeah, man, we had the Steelers last season. Um, win the division at 12-4. and four. You know, the Ravens and the Browns, obviously right on their heels at 11-5. You had three teams to make the playoffs from this division last season. Um, you know, you had the Bengals bringing up the rear as usual, man. I hope people in Cincinnati don't get on me, man. You know, shout out to Central Parkway, man. Got a lot of love for Cincinnati, man. But, man, yeah, good luck in this division. Um, yeah, this is an interesting division, man, because it's definitely black and blue. You know, you've got some good quarterbacks. You got, you know, the old veteran and Roethlisberger. Pretty much, you got the youngest behind him in this division. What's your early thoughts about that, Uh Well,
1: you know, you, you brought up the three playoff teams, and yeah, it's definitely going to boil down to those guys. Uh, Cincinnati's just not ready yet. Uh, I hope Joe Burrow uh, can stay healthy this season because he's a stud. Um, but they're still too young at a lot of key positions and that offensive line is uncertain. So, you know, they, they might sneak in a game or two here, here or there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go winless in the division. Um, I think the winner of the division is going to be the Steelers. Uh, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people are giving them enough credit just simply from the way they fell off last season. Big Ben's play, he's a year older and so there's that. But I think, you know, for them to do what they did with no running game and a pretty bad offensive line, I, I think that just gives them credit, gives, gives a lot of props um, to their coach. I think, you know, probably one of the best coaches, you know, underrated coaches uh, in, in the league. But I think um, they get back to the Steeler way, running the football and playing solid defense, uh, I love Najee Harris. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's a better version of of uh, of what they've had in the past. Uh, you know, they love those running backs that can catch the football out of the backfield, and you know, he really does that. He does that almost like a ride, like a wide receiver. So you know, I'm excited about that. Um, and then Claypool and and Smith Schuster. Those those are probably two. Uh, that right there I think is probably one of the best receiving course when you're talking about a one-two tandem uh, you know in, in the league uh, I think Chase Chase Claypool might even take a step up this season uh, they got Deontay Johnson also he's gonna be a, he's he's gonna make some plays so uh, and a great tight end in Eric Ebon so I think uh, Big Ben has an offense they have an offense that can beat a lot of teams it's just you know whether or not you know he could stay healthy and, and not fall off and stay relying upon the running game
0: yeah you mentioned uh eric ebron um he kind of surprised me last season you know he had a, a, you know, a couple rough years up in detroit he went over to pittsburgh and man got his name back right you know so <laughs> he actually played some good football last season. i i think that with the steelers team as you mentioned man mike tomlin is a straight up g I mean, this guy, man, is just, you know, he must have a military background, but Mike is just straight up a born leader. And, oh, yeah. you know, I think with this ball club, man, i you know, and I agree with you all across the board as far as, you know, the running game. Obviously, they had one of the worst running games in the National Football League last season. You know, I definitely do think that uh, Harris is absolutely going to help him in the backfield. But I'm a little concerned about Ben, man. You know, I just think that for me with Pittsburgh, it's really about himself for Ben. You know, if this guy come out and he plays, you know, you know, win football, yeah, I definitely think they can win this division. But for me, they, it's, it's a question mark for me, and we obviously know what they have say, behind Ben Robinson, Um, You know, I just think that for me, I, I, I believe that the Ravens, I just think that they don't, I think that they, their ceiling is a little bit higher. You know, I, I definitely agree with the Steelers with their uh, with their wide receivers. I do think they have some the best wide receiver, arguably the best wide receiver for the football league. It depends on if Claypool will come to play and take a step up this season. But I think I think Baltimore, man, they kinda smell blood in the wall as far as they know that Pittsburgh come and go beat rock early. You know, so, I, so, to me, I think, you know, obviously we had, as you mentioned, three teams in blue off last week, yeah. But I do think the Browns and the Ravens are right on their heels.
1: Well, yeah, the Browns is clearly the... When you're talking about a roster top to bottom, got the best roster and probably in football, (laughs) it's still kind of strange to say when when it comes to the Browns. But, uh,
0: different off the tongue a little bit, man. Right.
1: I had to catch myself a little bit there. But yeah, it's true. Uh, you you know, got to
0: get Dorsey all the credit though. He's kind of a, you know, kind of a, you know, you know. God, kind of a weird type of guy, you know, they like making fun of him up there in Cleveland, but he's done a good job. No yeah,
1: he it, laid down the groundwork for what they have now, and so, like, you know, a lot of those players he, he picked, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely he uh, helped establish uh, that roster. Uh, really, it's just the quarterback position, you know, is Baker going to play like he did last year? And, keep them keep the turnovers down and keep them in the ball games. make some crucial throws when he has to uh you know that's gonna boil down that's gonna make a big difference when you when it all boils down but you know they could get after the quarterback which you know in that division you got big ben and you got lamar uh, you got lamar who's you know uh, if you keep him in the pocket good luck but um you still need to create pressure. Uh, and so they got a good defense blind and you're going to be able to, you know, shut down a lot of running games. And so that's going to help out and you're going to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. So that's also going to help out and create turnovers. So I think uh, defensive, I think they got the best defense um, in the division. It's just a matter of relying on the running game and keeping Baker in line and, and, picking your spots to make so to to hit those big big plays with OBJ
0: yeah I was just going to ask you about OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. and I think that to me he's the wild card All could be the entire division if Odell plays like New York Odell I think the Browns as you mentioned roster that they have yeah they can easily win this division (laughs) to be quite honest I just think that it's all about the continuity between him and Baker Mayfield and you know as you mentioned it's Baker Mayfield for real? You know, we a lot of the, seen a lot of quarterbacks, man. Probably the last few years we might have you know a good season of one or two, you know, early on, but then hit the skids and on a milk carton two years later. So to me, you know, the, the verdict is definitely be uh, on you know, Baker Mayfield as far as you know, Cleveland Browns going, you know, eleven and five or eleven and six, you know, with the extra game, or being a team that can win thirteen ball games.
1: I think uh, when it boils down, it'll be the Steelers, Browns, Ravens in that order. I think the Ravens using JK Dobbins is big. Uh, Not having Rashad uh, Bateman uh, for the first part of the season is going to be big. Uh, You know, those are two big weapons for a team that doesn't have a ton of weapons outside of, you know, a really good quarterback and Lamar Jackson. Um, So, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have to generate offense and, and some big plays or they're gonna have to be methodical and and go down the field running the football with just basically gus edwards back there and just Justice ill but I, I think uh you know they're a little bit more limited than what people think with those injuries so um you know obviously the defense is going to be stel- stellar you know they always are but uh you know offensively i think they take a step back uh with the lack of weapons
0: yeah especially that bateman loss you know getting him on board you know you know big receiver you know i was looking forward you know obviously he's not going to miss the entire season but i was looking forward to seeing how he hit the hit the ground running for for the baltimore ravens this season so i totally agree with you that that Bateman loss you know, miss missing a couple of games early on it will be interesting to see how the uh, baltimore ravens adjust off of that okay. We on fire Sports Podcast. Coming up, I'll look at the AFC South. Finally in the AFC, man, we have the AFC South. Then you know, we got the Titans last year. Made a nice little run. You know, finishing 11-5 last season. Also to the Indianapolis Colts, going eleven and five. And you know, we had the Texans, you know four and twelve. You know, the Texans is basically you insert your favorite so proper with the Houston Texans. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, at a whopping one and fifteen last season. What's your thoughts about the AFC South, man? This is the, uh, the division that definitely doesn't get a lot of a lot of today. What do you think about the AFC South, man? I think it's the worst division in the AFC but uh you got two really
1: good teams in the top that can disrupt disrupt a lot of uh you know people's picks uh you know they are going to they're going to they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna win a lot of ball games in Tennessee and Indianapolis. Uh I think um after that, you know, it got teams that are going to be picking in the top 5, but Uh, Indianapolis very good defense it all boils down to Carson Wentz are we getting Carson Wentz uh, from that Super Bowl year right before he got hurt or are we going to get something you know similar to what we got last season Carson Wentz that's that's what it's really going to boil down to Um, if you get a stellar Carson Wentz I think he gives you the advantage to be able to beat a Tennessee and uh, you know Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback not a great one but they have an amazing running game their defense got lit up it was Swiss cheese back there so uh, the hope now is that you know uh, Rabel kind of got that defense in line uh, they could they, they can uh, start making some plays and hold people down uh, if they could do that uh, I think uh, th- th- they got a chance to win it but I think uh, just getting a, I would say, an eighty percent Carson Wentz uh, to what he had that you know M- MVP caliber season, you can get something good out of him. You know, occasional playmaking, running the ball, throwing the ball, uh, injury free. You, I think they're going to win the division. Uh, they're just
0: too talented. Yeah, I mean, I like the talent that Indianapolis had. But there's one thing that's just, you know, real interested me with the Tennessee Titans. And they're a tough football club. You know, I totally agree They their secondary. They get, you know, they get a little lit, lit up. But one thing about the club that I've learned, especially with Ryan Tannehill, and you know, we had the addition of Julio Jones. You know, I think that this is a tough ball club. And to me, the biggest question mark is Carson Wooden. And, I, and I'm, I'm just going to be brutally honest. I just don't believe this guy can play a full NFL season. He hasn't proven to me that he's been able to. He's a, you know, a good talent. But, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, I think it was great for him to have a change of the scenery to, you know, go to Atlanta, play for Frank Wright, you know, who was obviously in Philadelphia for a couple of seasons. But to me, I think to, he's under the most, probably the most pressure of any quarterback in the AFC from a standpoint of they basically took. You know, I call him Coach Philip Rivers, and they was a playoff last season. And so I think that, for me, I think the pressure definitely on him, of course, his reputation. You know, you had Jacob Eason play some good football. And I'm not saying that Jacob Eason is, you know, next coming to Tom Brady, but, you know, they have him and Ellinger. They have a couple young guys that, especially with just kind of how they run their ball club, I think he's, the pressure is definitely on him in this division, no doubt about it. Yeah, uh,
1: there's a lot of pressure for him to stay healthy. Um, but unlike Philadelphia, I think he has more weapons and he has a, a better comfort zone. And uh, a lot can be said for being comfortable, not feeling as though you have to have the weight of the whole city on your back after that super bowl where nick Foles, you know took your took your team to the super bowl and won it you know the i I, from his play you you could see the pressure you could see the weight of the city on his back where he had to make every single throw where he had to make big plays and he had to bail out this team i think that's gone i think now it's just a matter of relying on the talent around you uh like he did that mvp caliber season where you know now you know, I, I could dump it off to uh, Jonathan Taylor or, you know, I got a, a playmaker in um, Michael Pittman Jr. And, you know, Zach Pascal and those guys. I think, you know, he, he has some playmakers around him. And he doesn't have to bail out the team. And I think that's probably uh, the biggest thing for him. You know, he gets Marlon Mack there. You know, he's a good third down back. I mean, he has, he has players around him. And he has a really good defense that's going to get him the ball and then a lot of times give him a a, a really good field position. So uh, I think he doesn't have that pressure, and I think you'll see a better Carson Wentz. Call me throwback, call me old school. Ultimately, I think the recipe to win in this league has been the same since the beginning of time, and it's playing defense and running the ball. And they do that better than anybody. And so, you know, as long as you don't turn the ball over and you can hit your big plays when you can, uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski, I think he's a he's an awesome head coach. He's held down uh, Baker and you know limited those mistakes that Baker made in pass, and he, he's gotten the best out of him. And so, I think that's my dark horse so to make it to the big show.
0: Man, Cleveland uh, people in Cleveland. Definitely love that. I and mean, just as a special footnote, Cleveland Browns is never appeared in the Super Bowl. they won a few AFL championships with this great team. They've never been to the Super Bowl. And, you know, yourself as well as myself, remember the two close chances that they had at getting to the Super Bowl. And for Cleveland fans' sake, we're not going to go down that out clock not even go there. But, man. I I, I feel a little bit for Cleveland. Well my pick to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this season, not just the golf course pick, but I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. I think with those mafia raised up, I think they finally get back to the Super Bowl this season. And I think the reason that they get back to the Super Bowl, um, get back to the Super Bowl for the first time since the nineties, is I think that they win that division again. I think they win the AFC World again, and I do believe that they get home field advantage in the AFC, which to me, I think is key this season, especially with fans actually in the building, and that is my reason that I think that they can do the Super Bowl represent the AFC this season. Uh, no, no, it's
1: a great pick. Uh, I think uh, Josh Allen, I, you know, shocked everybody. I think he might be the MVP if, 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 if that happens but uh, you know for me what scares me about them is just their ability to run the ball consistently and not have to rely on josh allen at times to, to make big runs and so if they could do that if they could solve that yeah they, they could definitely get it.
0: we on fire sports podcast coming up our look at the nfc east we on fire sports podcast Well, we're going to transition to the NFC, the National Football Conference. We're going to start off NFC East with last season. Man, definitely was the worst division in the National Football League by far, in my opinion. We had the uh, Washington football team team name and logo to be added later, we went seven and nine. We had the Giants the going six and 10. Jerry Jones and crew in Dallas the Cowboys going 10 and we had the Eagles bringing up the basement at four and 11. what do you think about this division season close uh you know I, I don't
1: think they're, they're they're gonna be as bad as they were last year with uh just about every team in there having a losing record I think uh 10 to seven will probably win the division this year uh I think it's the Cowboys uh you know I think they're the better team. But I wouldn't be surprised if Washington gets that. I mean, their ability to run the ball and their coaching uh, and their ability to play defense and their ability to get after the quarterback. You know, they got (laughs) the best defensive line probably in the NFC. Uh, You know, Chase Young is a machine. So, you know, being able to get after the quarterback is a great neutralizer, and I think they're going to be able to 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 at least have a winning record and perhaps win that division. But I think Washington, because of that, if he can stay healthy, uh, will win that division. Giants will make it competitive, I think, uh, getting their weapons back. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they win it, but, you know, uh, I I just don't trust Daniel Jones to not turn the ball over. Um, Philadelphia, you know, I I think it's a rebuilding year. They got some young players. They got some players that are going to make some plays
0: for them. And they'll win a few ballgames, but I don't think they're going to win in that division. Yeah, I think they're going to end up in the basement again. To me, you know, it's all about Jalen Hurts. You know, is he a legitimate NFL quarterback or is he not? That's going to be the verdict on the Philadelphia Eagles season. Washington, you know, as you mentioned, Chase Young in a record machine. I'ma quote I'm going quote Mick from Rocky. I mean he's an absolute record straight up record I machine as he said about Club Elaine and Rocky three. I and this guy's just straight. I mean good luck blocking the one on one. Good luck with that. You know, I do think that they definitely have the best uh defense in this division. And this is who I predict to win the division. I just think as you mentioned, they play great defense and they can run the football. You know the quarterback situation is, you know to be determined, really, you know what I mean, but, you know, Ron Rivera, you know, one thing about him is his team's play a little tough, you know, and his defense is definitely stellar, in my opinion. I think that the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they probably are the most talented team in this division, but, you know, they they always get in their own way, some some way, man. You know, I think uh, also, too, I think that's, I think his better days are behind him. I think he may have a deep season this season, but I don't think he has the ability to carry a ball club. Um, So I do think Washington wins the division again, very close to win again. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Coming up, our preview look at the NFC North. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Next up, man, we got the NFC North, <laughs> the cold black and blue NFC version of the black and blue division. We had the Green Bay Packers finishing thirteen and three last season, you know, losing in the NFC Championship game last season and Rodgers them all to the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, we had the Chicago Bears finishing eight and eight last season, actually getting in the playoffs. Losing down in New Orleans to the New Orleans Saints. Then you know, we had the Minnesota Vikings finishing seven, seven and nine. Well, Detroit Lions bringing up the rear once again at five and eleven. What do you think about the end this season, man?
1: Three playoff caliber teams. Uh, I got the Packers winning the division. Uh, as long as Aaron Rodgers is in that division, they're, they're going to win that division. Um, Minnesota, I think, would finish second uh, just because they can run the ball and they can run it well with Dalvin Cook. Um, and they still have some playmakers at ride receiver. So if you could run the ball and not ask her cousins to do too much and then throw some deep balls uh, to Jefferson – uh you're in good shape uh their uh their defense is gonna be good uh and i got the bears going third anytime you're talking about switching quarterbacks in the middle of the season that's never been a recipe for a championship or a playoff caliber team so uh you know that uncertainty there and if you do make the switch while while i think uh it's inevitable um Andy Dalton, I think, is a good quarterback. He's a good bridge quarterback. He's going to get. The, he's going to hand it off to Justin Fields at some point, probably towards the end of the season. But uh, I think even if you play Justin Fields early in the season, uh, how far are you going to get in that division with a rookie quarterback? Uh, that offensive line is too shaky. Um, I think he'll be. If, if you got Justin Fields in there, he, he's going to be running for his life most of the most of the time. Um, but they do have some weapons, and so they're going to be in some games, and they're going to win games. I think they'll finish with a winning record. Um, I just don't see them uh, topping Green Bay or Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I think that, in my opinion, I think Green Bay, again, wins this division again. I think on my end, I would rate the bed slightly ahead of the Vikings. And the only reason why is that I just do not trust the Vikings' defense. I mean, you remember last season with their defense. They was giving up points and gobs last season, which to me, you know, they went from, what was that, three years ago? i my opinion, the top 10, you know, top 10, top 15 defense definitely to a defense that was at the back of the uh, back half last season. You know, I do think that, as you mentioned with Kirk Cousins, you know, he can be definitely erratic at times. You know, I just think that with the Bears, I think the interesting thing with them with Dalton, and I and I'm just gonna be straight honest. I mean, Dalton has a two game window. I mean, if you look at say the Bears schedule with the, you know teams that we play in the first couple of a couple of weeks, yeah, I say I definitely said we because I'm a Chicago Bear fan. But I do think that um, you know Andy Dalton he has two three games tops because I just simply think that Ryan Pace and Mac Nagy they're thirsty to give this guy a shot. Especially, too, with an offensive line that, to me, Andy Dalton is not one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league. So, he's going to get his head knocked off. So, I just simply did two games minimum. Fields will be in there. You know, I do think that they will win, say, 10 ball games, as mentioned. I think they're definitely going to have a winning record uh, from last season. Because I think the defense is stellar. I think the defense is the best defense in this division, by the way. But I do think the Packers will win, say, this division. Maybe by a game or two. Um, simply just based on the fact that, you know, they have the best quarterback so far in this into Until Aaron Rodgers' is it's pretty much going to stay that way, at least until next season. But I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I, you know, early, my early thoughts about it, I do think the Packers will win this division, win about 12 or 13 games.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you're right about the Vikings and their defense. So I think they kind of shored up the defense a little bit. I think their biggest issue is getting pressure on a quarterback. Um, you know they got two really good linebackers in Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks. So I think those guys are are solid pros. Um, you know uh Patrick Peterson. You know who knows how much he has left in the tank, but you know Harrison Smith back there at safety gave him a ton of money. It shocks a lot of people, but he's a really good. He's a really good sa- safety back there. He's a good uh, leader in the secondary, and he's created a ton of turnovers o- over the last three years. So um, I think they're defensively, you know, they they could they could make plays. They can create some turnovers. But at the end of the day, they're going to control the clock because they're going to run the ball, and their defense isn't going to be out there all day. And I think that gives them an advantage, especially in that division. You know, you're talking about the black and blue division, the NFC Norris, you know, you're going to be outdoors in some cold weather games and the teams that can run the ball. I saw that green Bay game last season where Dalvin cook just basically took over. Um, and so you, you'll have those games where you, you need to rely on a running game and, and control the clock. And he's going to be able to do that for you. They're going to throw, they're going to go throw back a little bit. And so, Um, As long as you're not relying on Kirk Cousins to win you ball games, I think you're in better shape. I I totally agree with you. Justin Fields is going to get in there. But the reason he's not in there is because he's just not ready. Uh, People could say, you know, they made promises to Andy Dalton or whatnot. At the end of the day, he's just not ready. Uh, And, you know, one of those plays in the preseason where he was – he was doing a great job in the preseason. He was hitting some throws, making some big plays. But he got lit up. He got lit up a couple of plays, and it's, one, because they have a bad offensive line, but a lot of it, too, was because, you know, he couldn't call out coverages. Uh, And you're talking about in the preseason where defenses play as vanilla as they can get. Imagine when, you know, you're game planning and you're bringing in multiple looks and blitzes and stuff like that. He's got to be able to pick it, pick that up pretty quickly. It's going to take him a few weeks to be able to do that. And uh, he'll, he'll do it and he'll play eventually. But I think, um, you know, Andy Dalton, I think right now is probably the better option. Uh, once you signal in and you bring a rookie quarterback, you know, you can't go back. And so if he struggles, you you basically have to struggle with them, and so I, I I think at this point there's too much there's too much for me to say that the Bears are going to be you know the second best team in that division right now.
0: Yeah, I think part of it too. To me, I mean, you look at the schedule. I mean, they got the Rams have uh, Cleveland the first two of the first three weeks of the season. And so that's why I believe that it's going to be a two-three game situation. I think the Bears are just basically, as you mentioned, just trying to get this ready, trying to basically avoid putting them in the game against the Los Angeles Rams as well as the uh, Cleveland Browns defense. And I think after after week three, it's all fair game, especially for that job uh, up, in, uh, up in Chicago. Yeah. We on Five Sports Podcast. Coming up, our look at the NFC West. We on Five Sports Podcast. All right, man. Coming up, man, we got the NFC West. Last season, the Seattle Seahawks. Went 12 and 4, won the division behind the great Russell Wilson. And uh, Metcalf definitely became, I wouldn't say a superstar receiver, but you know he's definitely getting close to being a superstar receiver. You, you had the L.A. Rams going 10 and 6. You know made a move to acquire Mattson. But we had the Cardinals going 8 and 8 last season with Kyler Murray having some great football games for them. Then we had the 49ers bringing up the rear at 6 and 10. How you feel about the uh, NFC West, man?
1: Uh, loaded, obviously. Uh, most people think it's the best division in football, and they're probably right. Uh, you know, you have three teams that could easily be paying in the Super Bowl. Even Arizona, I think, uh, who I think ultimately will win the division, believe it or not. Uh, I, li- I like Kyler Murray making that next step. I like, uh, you know, having a veteran presence with AJ Green, even though his best days are behind him. But having him there in that receiving core, along with uh, Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins, who, uh, you know, to me, DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in football. But um, you know, having those weapons, having a weapon at the quarterback, I think Chase Edmonds getting the starting role. I think it's going to be big. Uh, they're backing him up with James Conner, so you'll have that big back presence, but their defense is phenomenal. I think if their defense can, you know, tighten up from last year when they were giving up some big plays. I mean, they're all, they've always been good at creating turnovers and creating timely turnovers, but if they stop giving up some of those big plays like they did last year, I think uh, they have enough pressure to, you know, from their linebackers um, and adding J.J. Watt on the D line, they're going to get after the quarterback. Uh, I think you know, to me, they're going to win that division. Um, uh, I like I like L.A. Only problem with them is, you know, they they, they lost. You know, they're starting running back, so uh, not having a stud running back, you know, back there. You know, they're going back again with you know Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. Uh, you know that's going to make a difference, especially in, in in McVay's system, because McVay's system is basically a play action oriented system. It 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 all relies on running the ball. Their oh, best years were when they had Todd. Yep, they, their best years were when they had Todd Gurley back there, and so you know, have you know a, a big time threat at the running back position uh, is going to make a difference. Um, but you know, you know Cam Akers will be back next season but tearing an ACL man uh, or rather Achilles rather is is tough so you might who knows if you're going to get that same version of Cam Akers back but uh, he would have made a big big difference this year Um, but losing him uh, you know your running back core drops drops down considerably even with adding a Sony Michelle.
0: yeah I think that's going to be huge for the Rams that injury to Cam Akers you know, I do think that they got an upgrade in Matt Stafford, even though it's an older Matt Stafford. As you mentioned, uh McVay is the play-action king. You know, I think that, you know, Jared Goff was definitely limited. And I never, you know, really was a big-time fan of Goff coming out of Cal. And I just thought that, you know, he had a good arm in certain situations, but I thought he was limited, and it, and it showed itself. You know, I think that they may arguably have the best defensive player for their team in Aaron Donald. Um, I think that to me It's going to be A wait and see approach For me with the Rams I do think that They will win Say 10 or 11 games I believe Just simply I, th- I think they're going to Go 10 and 7 In my prediction Because I think The defense is legitimate I think that Matt Stafford Brings You know a, You bring a guy in That can make Pretty much all the throws Just about to protect Matt Stafford So I do think In 11 ball games This season In my in my opinion that to call, The calls To me are interesting and the reason they're interesting because I agree with you totally. I think is the best receiver in the National Football League. But to me, it's about Cliff Kingsbury, and that is to me the question mark about the team. Is, is Cliff is he a? I'm not gonna say a real coach, but can he get this team over the hump? Last season they started off pretty well. You know they ended up being, you know, eight and eight. You know you remember one point last season. Six man. You know, they dropped the last two games of the season. Um, so, to me, it's all about Cliff King uh, in and Arizona. Then you have the Niners bringing up the basement. And I think that the Niners are going to stay in the basement. You know, Trey land situation, you know, we'll see with Garoppolo. I'm, I'm out of time that Garoppolo is right for the wall there. But it's going to be, you know, to me, Frisco is interesting. They run the football real well. But I just don't know with them. I don't think that they have enough weapons on their roster currently to be competitive in this division. But what's your thoughts on the on the Forty Nine?
1: I, I like the Forty Nine. I think uh, they'll probably finish second. Uh, I love their weapons to be quite honest. I mean, um, uh, Brandon Ayuk is is a very good wide receiver, and he's gonna he's gonna make some plays um, at running back. It doesn't really matter who they got. <laughs> it's almost like. You know when the Broncos were running, uh, uh, and obviously enough, you know it's it's Mike, Shan- Mike Shanahan's son and Kyle. That's oh running. yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like you know they went well, the Broncos went went from you know the Mike Andersons were getting a thousand yards and
0: Anderson, you know,
1: you know I mean? Harry no. yeah those guys were getting anybody you plug back there is going to be a thousand yard back and it seems that the 49ers got that that same type of offense where it doesn't matter who you plug but the guys that they do have I mean Raheem Raheem Mozart M- M- Mostert is a pretty good running back uh, you know so he's going to give you some some good runs he's going to give you some some plays uh, the key for him is can he stay he- healthy uh, you know Trey Lance is going to be a, uh, I'm sorry Trey Sermon is going to be a good uh, you know a good option a good backup He's he's, he's a rookie but uh, I liked him in like Ohio State. Him. He ran old in, in championship game. He, he was, you know, in the playoffs, he was, he, he was a monster. So, yeah, I say, think he, I like man. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good back. Uh, they got probably the second best tight end in the league and George Kittle. Um, you know, so he's going to he's a weapon. Debo Samuel's. I think the thing is they don't have those guys that just, you know, you're like, wow, you know, but they're very good they got a whole bunch of very good guys who fit their system and who fit their scheme very very well um, you know so I think they'll they'll be able to generate offense it, it, it boils down to the quarterback position you know whether it's uh, Jimmy or, or Trey Lance you know do you have a competent enough quarterback who's going to be healthy and who's going to protect the football and make those throws when they have to and so you know I, I think they can the defense is going to be good It's just a matter of whether or not you get the ball. Uh, You, you, your quarterback, can stay healthy and get the ball to the right guys.
0: Yeah, I I would agree that some of the young talent, you know, Wilson, last season, um, you know, kind of played to that theory where they can plug anybody in. They're gonna give you at least eighty to a hundred yard game, you know. And, you know, like you say, you're Shanahan, man, it's definitely the same situation that we saw with uh, Denver, you know, uh, about two decades ago. Uh, to me, I think that my prediction to win this division, I actually have the Seattle Seahawks. Rust, yes. I mean, Time is back around again, man. I think that their offense is definitely, you know, is, is legitimate. I think their question is really on the defensive side. But I think that they showed me last season, man, that they can win ball games when their defense is just straight up. And I think to me, in this division, that's going to be key. Especially, right. they play a lot of close competitive games. And Seattle, to me, is it's just the team that I trust the most as far as, hey, everything is going wrong. We just need guys to make plays or we need to make a play. I think Seattle has that. You know, I do think that they, in my opinion, win this division. But I think it's going to be razor thin. And as you mentioned, it could be, once again, the best division in football coming up in 2021.
1: Yeah, and I like the Seahawks. I think they're a good team. It's just, they were good when they had the Legion of Boom. And there's no Legion of Boom right now. So, I, I, I don't see that secondary anywhere close to what it was. Uh, they haven't gotten a playmaker like, uh, or, you know, a, a cover corner like Richard Sherman yet. To They haven't replaced him. So, um, you know, that that's going to be a big difference. They don't have anybody who will get after the quarterback quarterback like They had, you know, when they had the Legion of Boom and they were getting after folks and creating turnovers. Um, so I, I, I'm weary of that. Um, but you know, Bobby Wagner was, was their big guy, and and you know, I, I, you know, since OG those, Bob,
0: that's OG Bobby, man, <laughs> right? Bobby been through dick and dead up in Seattle, man,
1: right? And so, you know, he he he, he was big, and you know, but. You know, are you still getting that Bobby Wagner from back in those days? You know, so you the the, the, the pressure on the quarterback is going to be key. If they could do that, they could be competitive uh, in that division for sure. And in probably, you know, win a playoff game or maybe two. But I, I just don't see it happening because they just don't have uh, the ability to get after the quarterback like they, they they've had in years past. They could run the ball. Uh, and Russ is Russ, he's, you know, whether or not they let him cook or not, uh, he's still going to be making plays out there, but, you know, that, that question mark on the
0: on the defensive line is big. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be definitely one of those exciting, uh, you know, division to watch. You know, like I said, their division games as well uh, in the NFC West, just like the AFC West. Just a bunch of good ball games if you definitely play, you know, uh, look closely to that division or know one of your favorite teams in that division that's definitely a tight uh division and some very good football game throughout the season in that division we on five sports podcast coming up our look at the nfc south we on five sports podcast Well finally get to the NFC South, you know, the division of the world champion Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, this division, you know, last season, you know, Tampa Bay actually went eleven and five as the Saints won the division. Uh the last season of the great the great Hall of Fame Drew Brees, they went twelve and four. We had the Panthers go five and eleven last season. Just you know definitely rebuilding uh, down in charlotte as well as the atlanta falcons finishing up 4 and 12 what's your thoughts man on the nfc south man uh, i think uh you know obviously tampa
1: bay is going to win that division in my opinion um you know you got time and you got too much weapons and too much veteran leadership and so that's almost a given. Uh, the rest of the division, you know, James is coming in starting for the first time. So who knows what you're going to get there. Sean Payton's a good enough coach to make sure that team's going to going to be competitive, and you know, they're going to be in there. So I see. I think actually the, the Saints will probably make the same, the playoffs. Uh, as for Carolina, um, you know, Sam Darnold's going to be better uh, than what you had before. Uh, with with Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's going to make some plays, especially with Matt Rule. They want to get the ball downfield and they want to get the ball into their playmakers. If McGrathford he can stay healthy, um, you know they, they 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 might be vying for that second spot if he can stay healthy. Uh, they got some good young talented players on on the defensive side of the ball, so I think uh, they're going to be good on that side, good enough rather on that side uh, to keep them in ball games. But uh, they got weapons on the offensive side of the ball. So I think they're going to make some plays. And uh, I like what I've seen so far with uh, Sam Darnold in the the preseason. I know it's just preseason, but uh, I think he feels a little bit more comfortable uh, than what he did in in New York in that dumpster fire. Um, So I think he's going to be better. Um, And Atlanta, I think they're going to be shooting out with everybody uh, because their defense isn't really that good. Uh, they, they're better than last year, but I still think that you know their team is going to be shooting out. They got Matt Ryan, which is a really good quarterback. Um, I just hope they don't waste the last few years of his career. Um, but uh, they got weapons on offense, so you know they lose. They they moved on from Julio Jones, um, but Calvin really is pretty good, and so you know he he was pretty good when when Julio Jones was out last year. So as the number one, so if he could stay healthy. He'll give them a good weapon. Uh, I don't know about their ability to run the ball, but I think I can see a lot of games where they fall behind, and Matt Ryan kind of just you know airs it out and gets them gets them back into ball games.
0: Yeah, I think maybe a hot fantasy football team. You know, as far as you know, as far as you know, up you know, as far as the Atlanta Falcons, concerned they are definitely some shoot off this week. But yeah, I think they're definitely rebuilding. I think the Panthers are rebuilding. You know, we got the you know uh, Sam Donald second situation. You know, leaving New York, going down to Charlotte. So we're definitely seeing that. You know, I think this division is as obvious as it can be. I think it's Tampa's to lose. You know, they're definitely gonna run. You know, pretty much brought the, you know, the entire same team back. So you know, I think they're gonna run back this division. Uh, this division will win this division this season. I think the Saints are definitely going to take a step back. But I think Jameis, man, I think that, you know, he's going to play better than what some people may predict. You know, I can easily see the Saints winning at least about maybe 9 or 10 ball games, one of those type of teams that, you know, Jameis, you know, know, he's a guy that can throw, I mean, 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in the same season. I never thought I'd see that. (laughs) But, you know, I think the Saints, you know, I wouldn't say it would surprise some people, but I think that they're going to be a tough team just to play, especially too because you got to go down to New Orleans and play them. Um, but I definitely think they'll take second place in this division. I think it's definitely for Tampa's to lose, which to me just boils down to, as long as Tom Brady's healthy, they win this division. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: I, I agree. Uh, I think it's it's Tom's division for sure. Uh, you know, it really is just a matter of will they, will they make it back to the Super Bowl? So, um, you yeah. know, that that that's uh, that, I guess that's a good segue into the next segment for you when uh, you asked me about who's uh, who's my my Super Bowl pick okay. for the NFC. But yeah, I think the, it, it, that that's that's the only question with the uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Man, with that being said, man, who you think is going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl out of the NFC?
1: I think Tom goes back. I think it's Tom Tom and the Browns, Uh, you know, uh, Cleveland and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. I think Tom's going to make it back. I think Aaron Rodgers will get beat by Tom again in the the championship. Um, And then, uh, you know, because I just don't see another team that is as good um, as those two teams. So uh, I think uh, all the other division winners – you know, they pale in comparison to those two teams. So I think the NFC is a little bit more top-heavy uh, when you're talking about the Packers and and the, and, the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So like Chris Berman would say, another Bay of Pigs uh, to see who goes to the Super Bowl. And I think it's uh, uh, Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I think Tampa Bay, in my opinion, they represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. They get this ball down to they brought their team back. You know, shout out to B. A. Bruce Arians. You know these guys. You know, like playing for B. A. You know, he's a stand-up type of dude. They brought everyone back to defense. You know, I mean Devin Bush. Enough, enough said. I gotta get into Devin, but we all know what he's about. Um, you know, I think that they're. Uh, I think that they're motivated. As well, I think last season. I, I think at the end of last season, I really believe that Tampa felt like they didn't reach their peak, even though they won the Super Bowl. And to me, that's scary. And I think they go back once again. I mean, I think on the other side, as far as the, in the championship game, actually, I have the Seattle Seahawks getting into the NFC championship game. You know, I think that Green Bay definitely can get back there. It's just – I just have to see with them.
1: Not – you just got to keep going with your Packer hate, man. You're a Bears fan. Let that Packer I, hate I, flow, not, bro. I,
0: I really <laughs> I, I, just, I just put this out here for folks. Great is what Aaron Rodgers – and just look at his playoff record You know, to me, I think that At the end of the day You know, I think with the Packers They always, not as worse as Maybe as the Dallas Cowboys But the last couple of years They get into some good close ball games And something always goes wrong And so it's just based on that theory Like I said, I do think they'll win the NFC North But, now nah, I got them falling out Seahawks in the divisional round in a, in, a, in a tight ball game But, you know, I could be wrong on that I do think that those three teams to me are the best three teams in the NFC presently? With you know, with the you know, you could throw the Rams in there, maybe the Cardinals maybe, you know, kind of give a uh, give a little scare of the season, but I think as you mentioned, it's very top heavy. Man, man, so. Man, we definitely appreciate you guys for listening, man, here on on our NFL preview show. Also, too, before we leave, man, I want to get your thoughts, man. Who you think going to win the MVP this season in the NFL?
1: Uh, man, if you're right about the Bills, it's probably going to be Josh Allen. Because he, if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, that means he just balled out, and that's two years in a row. Usually, you'll you'll get a, if a quarterback balls out two years in a row like that, he's gonna be an MVP. Um, I, that would be my dark horse. If if I had to say, uh, you know, <laughs> who would win? I, I think Tom. I mean, if they're back in there and he's, you know, they're they're you know. 14 and 3 or somewhere along those lines as far as you know the record and they're dominating and winning games it's got to be time
0: Yeah man I think that for me in the AFC you know I'm a second that on Josh Allen I got them uh, the Bills going back to the Super Bowl Josh Allen uh, to me I think he definitely uh in my opinion will win the award if they do get to say the uh, get to the Super Bowl think another dark horse guy well not really a dark horse guy would be russell wilson you know he came pretty close last season you know especially the first what nine games of the season last year to me he was like the front runner, probably the first half of the season pretty much so he's definitely gonna be a guy that's gonna be in the picture but if i had to just put you know put the stamp on it i definitely would say josh allen um who do you have man for the defensive player of the year this season
1: defensive player of the year i think Derwin james Derwin's a stud man if he can stay healthy he'll be the defensive player of the year um you know he reminds me a lot of the late great Sean taylor um he could do it every he could do it all he could cover every position uh, i think it's it's going to be him or if, you know if it's not him if he can't stay healthy um you know aaron Donald i mean that, that's that's probably the safest bet in football because he's gonna he's gonna be still wrecking shop on on opposing offensive lines so uh Aaron Donald or uh Durham James but if Durham James stays healthy I think they give it to him
0: because he's 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 a stud yeah man I mean I I mean you can't go wrong with both of those guys I mean like you say James. I mean he just does everything um and Aaron Donald, I mean I mean it, put it like this you just roll the tape with Aaron Donald you could just walk away with it. Guy. Good luck blocking him solo. I mean, guy gets out of double teams. Uh, definitely the best interior defensive lineman in the National Football League, without question. Um, but to me, I think it's Chase Young, man. I mean, I just think this guy is just a just a dynamo. I mean, I mean we saw last season what he was about. And I think also, too, because of the division that he plays in. If Washington gets back to the playoffs and he has another season like last season, I think he wins it. Um, I just think that he means so much to their team, especially if they go, say, 500 or game over 500 or sneak around and win that division. I think people will give that to him. I think he's going to definitely win that award if that happens, say, for the uh, Washington football team.
1: rookie of the year I'm going to go Najee Harris Uh, I think he is going to be starting from day one uh, and he's going to be playing with a good quarterback good veteran quarterback in in Big Ben and he's going to have weapons on the outside so he's not going to see too many eight nine man fronts plus he's going to kill you in the passing game too he's going to catch a ton of football so I think Najee would probably get uh, my vote for rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball
0: yeah, I mean, Najee, like you say, he's going to get a lot of opportunities in Pittsburgh. I mean, like you said, his ability to catch out the backfield, I mean, that's a that's a great choice. I'm going to go, man, I'm, I'm going to actually go with Justin Fields. The only reason I'm going to go with Justin Fields is for two reasons. One, I think Dalton gets out of the three either by injury or he gets pulled. And I just think that just the numbers so at the end of the year and just with the type of athleticism and the plays that this guy can make, Though he's gonna have a couple of rough patches, I think he ends up winning winning the offensive rookie of the year. That's kind of my dark dark horse dark horse pick uh for the offensive uh rookie of the year. Uh what about the uh rookie of the year? Who you looking at? Um defensive rookie of the
1: year. Uh, you know, I I, I like Patrick's pain. Uh he's gonna be starting. He's gonna play play a lot with the Broncos, and I think he's a shutdown corner. Uh, I think he's gonna make some big plays. Um, you know, a- anytime you're you you got a potential shutdown corner, um, you know that that right there gives gives you the push, and he can create turnovers. Um, you know, I think he's he- he's my he's my uh, defensive player of the year. Um, and they're going to put him in position to make plays down in Denver. So, whether either in the slot or in boundary, he's going to be he's going to be on the field a lot, especially in that division against Kansas City and uh, San Diego. So, um, yeah, I, I think he he has the potential to to really uh, be great.
0: Yeah, man, I'm actually I'm going to go same position but different player. I'm going to go J. C. Horn, man. I think J. C. Horn has the ability. I think he's going to start right away down in Carolina. I think he's going to make a bunch of tackles down in Carolina and a bunch of plays down in Carolina. So my rookie year, I'm going to go with a dark horse with J. C. Horn. Man, I just think he's just going to have the ability to be on the field a lot and simply make a lot of plays for the Carolina Panthers this season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not a bad choice. I mean, both those guys, uh, two two young stellar corners. I like Sirtain. I'm probably a little bit more biased on Pat Sertain you know he comes from Miami his dad played for the Dolphins so uh, you know I, I think uh, I remember his dad being a, one of the best uh, corners that nobody really knew about uh, but people going to know about
0: him and Sam put a little work in you know you know. shout out the, put a little work in down in the early 2000s down in Miami
1: Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, so hopefully Zach Thomas gets his. You know he's he'll be the second member of that defense. Hopefully to make it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jason Taylor being the first, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you know Sam Madison was stellar on the other side too. But yeah, I think um I think at the end of the day, uh, you know either one of those cornerbacks is a great pick.
0: Oh man. So, man, once again, man, we got We On Fire Sports Podcast, our NFL preview show. Once again, thank my NFL correspondent, Steve, for coming through, breaking down, giving insight across the National Football League and all of the divisions, as well as our predictions and award predictions, man. Man, it's another good one, man. Episode seven, We On Fire Sports Podcast, man definitely man we got to get your thoughts man on our upcoming the uh, fantasy football uh oh, man we got coming up man break down the fantasy football book man but once again man we on five sports podcast definitely appreciate you bro
1: yeah I appreciate you having me uh, definitely on the fantasy and uh we will we'll definitely have to wrap uh, our draft is tomorrow uh auction draft uh so uh there's going to be some uh <laughs> prize picks in there uh, especially with our league but uh, yeah I definitely love to chime in on that and uh, hopefully I get to chime in on some of the uh, you know things that happened during week one of the season so uh, looking forward to being back on the show
0: man absolutely man absolutely so we on 5 Sports Podcast thank you guys for listening everybody be safe take it easy we on 5 Sports Podcast thanks for listening to we on fire sports podcast today we previewed the nfl season and we're definitely going to be checking in week to week on the nfl so we appreciate you listening to we on fire sports podcast